How is it that there are independent musicians yeah, out there yeah, who yeah. have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people who right, live out their dreams of being yeah, a yeah, yeah. musician? Hey, I'm talking. I can hear it. And on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Lizzy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're tuned into another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Lazy the Gifted, and I've got my boy, CW Midnight, a.k.a. Corey Wallace. What up, boy? <laughs> What's up? What's going on? How are you? Good. It was our first day apart <laughs> since I've been here in LA. Yeah. Uh, what'd you do? Tell me what you did, and I'll tell them what I did. I made some money moves. <laughs> you can't talk all about it? Really, well, you could no. say you hung out with Aaron, right? Yeah, I hung out with uh, my main writing partner, and we finished some projects so that we can send stuff off to a huge mixing engineer to Perfect. send off. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah, I went to Laguna Beach. <laughs> we had hella fun. I went with my boy, Matt Dodaro, Diddy Kong. We had a great time. Picked him up. Went to the beach. Um... Got rocked by some waves. It was amazing. Did not get sunburned. It's impressive. Yeah, I put a lot of sunscreen on, bro. I burned so easy. What about you do too? Yeah. Yeah, I burned hell easily. So yeah, I got some sunscreen on. So it was a great day. It was an amazing day at the beach. But we came back. We comped some vocals. A very, very little. And uh, we worked on your logo a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to get on and talk. I wanted to talk about just... A concept that I've always known or heard of that I think we've all heard of, but that I'm really starting to experience and it's keeping the right people around you. You know, I've really started to realize that, um, there's like a lot of different like levels of people that you should have around you. Yeah. Cause like, bro, I've realized I used to be like, <sighs> recently I kind of went through this weird stretch where I was like, I don't want any friends. I only want allies. Like. There's a video of me like from two months ago where I said that, and it's just like so stupid. Well, what like, were you on when you were thinking? I was just that? on this very relentless, trying to be Michael Jordan. You know, I'm still trying to be Michael Jordan, but of course, everyone's trying to be Michael. Yeah, Jordan. but so like, agree. yeah, but you know, um, I'm not trying to be Michael Jordan. No. I'm trying to be the first Lazy the Gifted. Yeah, exactly. you know. But I just I'm trying to get to that level of greatness, and like, yeah, I was just very much on that, and I realized that. As human beings, we need all different types of great people in our lives. We need our family. You know, always need those people who can hold you down, that you can trust, that aren't music-related or right. business-related. Then maybe you have some friends that aren't music-related or aren't business-related that you talk about life with. You know, my, you know, you and me are on that level as well. Most of my music friends were on that level too. Yeah. But I have friends like my boy Matt who we're not on any business or music level at all. But we're boys. Right. You know, you need friends like that. Then you have business associates who you don't maybe have that great of a, you don't have much of a personal relationship, but you have a great business relationship. Right. Then you've got that mix of both. That's what you and I kind of have, right? Like we have mostly a friendship, but it's a lot of business that we do, yeah. you know, like creativity. Right. And you kind of need that balance of everything, I feel like. Then, you know, you kind of maybe you want a romantic partner in your life, whether that's a boy or a girl or an undis. I don't know all the orientations, but yeah. you know I, I want to respect everybody. But you know whatever, like 
So it's um, it's interesting to try to balance that out because be, you have to be so conscious of the people around you. And I used to think like, if we're not getting money together, you know, but it's like, you just need to have good people. You need to be with people who don't, you know, cut you back. I love that. You know, or put you back or mm. put you down or whatever. Right. You want people in your corner who support you mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, like, I mean, yeah, my friend's trying to pursue a music career. You know how many people are like, how many people's parents are like not, not about, oh, yeah. you know, getting into the music industry. Everybody. It's really, really difficult. Right. And there are people, you know, in different sectors of the working world that are like, are making, you know, bank and you're in the music industry trying to figure things out still. Yeah. You know, there's that, there's always that going going on. Right. But having, I mean, again, having that, that corner around you, like the, remember like the T-Mobile, like. Fab Five or like oh my or god like, or, yes you know, like those like that was that still old very but... much exists you know you have your you know your top five people on speed dial or whatever that shit you know like it's important to have a solid foundation of your friends and you know family and and all that you absolutely know, especially having your back. Yeah. And will help you up if you fall down. You yeah. know, all that stuff. Right. That's real. And and it's also, you know, I've learned, we've talked about this too. Um, if you're the smartest in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. You've got to have the, did we talk about that on a podcast I think, yet? Yeah. I think we might have. Shoot. Because I know we talked about it, but I don't know if we talked about it on a pod, but you need to have those people around you. I didn't talk about that. Was that yesterday's episode? Did, yeah. Oh, snap. Well, I don't care. I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about a no. different aspect of yeah. it right now. I'm talking about personal relationships. Yeah. You know, um, remember I told you we got a buddy coming uh, Saturday who who's going to do a podcast mm-hmm. with us, right? So, like, he and I don't do business together at all, but we're, we, we, you know, we have that personal relationship, but right. we, we met in Chico. Right. And... We still kept in touch, and when we get on the phone, sometimes we'll get on the phone randomly, and like we'll just talk for like thirty minutes or an hour about like life, and that's why I want you know I've had him on the pod before, but I have him mm-hmm. again because he's got that kind of talk to him, right. and I just like to have those types of people around, and I've been around business relationships that was a toxic personal relationship. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a good working relationship. Yeah. And so, it's, that's not good. And that's, that's what's really difficult, especially like you were talking about the music industry, because we're kind of like, we don't know what we're doing. We're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. When you're just trying to figure it out, and you feel like somebody's got something that could help you, and you really don't feel like you have that leverage yourself, that's what happened to me, then you, you know, you kind of lean on that person in a way. And you're like, oh, like. Like, that's what happened to me. Like, I was working with a producer, and it ended up being a really toxic relationship. He just, you know, didn't communicate with me the way I wanted, and we didn't see eye to eye 
all the time and I had to get out of that relationship, which wasn't hard, but you know, that's how stuff goes. Right. And so have you ever had that? Yeah. Really? No. Like worked with people and stuff like in person? Yeah. Really? Can you talk about it and not say names? <laughs> not say names. Um, I mean, I want to hear about it. I don't. I hope I don't. I hope it wasn't the guy sitting in the room with you. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be. I'm in my freaking pajamas no in your house. No. <laughs> well, not at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, there's a certain person that I was in business with. Yeah. Who wasn't taking the job as seriously as they could have. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, almost as if they were putting on a, like a fake show, mm. you know? Right. Like, like the, they, like the, they were about it, but they weren't really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. On paper they weren't on, but off they weren't. Mm-hmm. I, I get it wasn't re- like like toxic or anything like that, yeah. but like your thing with like motivation, like they were not motivated. Oh, uh, but they talked like they were. Yeah. Yeah. I get so nervous when people talk a lot about their accomplishments really like aggressively. Right. I get really scared about people like that. I really do because I've worked with so many people like that yeah. and not even worked with them, but I've been around them and I know that talk and I know that game of you talk a big game. And it's like the reason I'm scared of those people so much is because they want to wrap you into something they're doing, some kind of business thing or I don't know, whatever. And like you believe them and then you get into it with them and then it ends up wasting time, wasting money. Or you get scared. I mean, here's that thing with research. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. Like we were talking about that. Research who you're going into business with. Right. You know, if you're working with a producer and they say, oh, yeah, I I did, like, YG last week or whatever, you're going to be like, oh, you you should look that up and make sure that that was a real thing. Dude, there's producers on Instagram who will put their credits and they'll say, like, all these rappers, like, freaking Kevin Gates, Polo G, YG, blah, 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 blah. And you know what I've found out? I found out that... When rappers send beats to the engineer and the engineer says they've received the beat, that the producer will put that's that like in the their, confirmation. That's weird. Will put that in their credits, but they never even have a placement with them, like a real song that made it. Cause, cause I've heard big time producers like you know guys that I talk to, they mm. told me that they're like that guy didn't work with Kevin Gates or that guy didn't work with Polo G or YG. Right. That, that no. No, this is what they do. Someone else told me that. I was like, oh shit. Like, like if the producer has like a couple hundred, it's not about followers at all. No. But like, you can just tell that like, if they have like a few hundred followers and it, it and it's not about that. It's, it's, that's just one of the indicators, but yeah. it has nothing to do with followers. Or you look at their streams, you know, and yeah, it's right. not even like, no, it's just, yeah. Anyway, so I get nervous around people who, talk so much about their accomplishments because I've noticed that the people who are really accomplished don't really talk about it that much. No. They're usually just like in the room or they're willing to do something for you. Like 
like Aaron, for example, like I already knew yeah. what he was about, right? And he's told me about his experiences of working with this person, working with that person. That's like... But he wasn't bragging. He was just no. really telling me about shit he's done. Yeah. Then he was like, yo, you want to work on some music? Like yeah. he was hella chill. Yeah. Like he didn't need to be chill to me. You know, he could have been a total douche well, to me, think, but like, when he was nice. He it's was cool. really important, you know, as well for any artist knowing who they're working with. Right. You know. Yes, that's true. You know, and the there's a reason why we didn't immediately just jump in and start to beat. Right. Oh, he, there's a we science needed to, like, behind that. We needed to talk. You need to vibe it out. Make sure the vibe is right. Because if totally. if you you and you and Aaron weren't on the same page, yeah, it couldn't make music. No. No way. And I know you've been in sessions like that. Oh my god. Have I That's been in everything. sessions like that? You... I have. Say I that again, so it's like you're in the vibe, you're just not the right vibe with someone? Yeah. Like you're just not on the same page, or you know, like... I'll tell you this, I've been in sessions like that more where I'm the engineer. Yeah. I've exactly. never been in a session like that where I'm a rapper, they're a rapper. That's never happened to me because... That's what I'm talking yeah. more, like when you're, when you, let's say you're a producer, you're engineering, and... You know the vibe is not right. You don't. You you're not. Co- you're not getting them to do what you want them to do. Oh and my they're, god. They're, they're fighting you there. back or whatever. They're like not. Oh and my god! Totally. It happens. You know that's a real thing. I mean, we've built this you know relationship, where I don't remember any times we've had like that. No, because that's just not me, and that's not Aaron either. Right. We are passionate about what we're making, so we want to make sure that. If we can get the artist on board on a couple things, you know, we, we'll, we'll sell you the dream, you know, of course. But, you know, it's like, you're the driver. We're just helping you reach that vision and pushing it. Mm. You meaning artists that we work with, sure, not sure. just, anybody, yeah. you know. And it just, it just, and that, that's part like of, there's, and, and there's a, there's a podcast that I, I listen to, um, and the writer is with Ross Colin and, and, you know, he recorded these podcasts with, I mean, biggest producers, singer, songwriters, everyone. He uses this as an opportunity though. He, what he would do before every session, you know, you, you feel each other out. You, you, yeah. Like, let's say you're, you're, you're old friends or you worked on a, another project like two years ago. This is like the time to catch up, you know, see what's going on, you know, see what, like what you've been listening to, what I've been listening to, you know, what, um, you know, what you read on the new, in the newspaper, what you saw on your Instagram feed, whatever, you know, like all that, you know, getting on the same page and getting in the right vibe, even getting in the right flow state, you know, as we're calling totally. it these days. That's making the artist feel more comfortable. Right. And they will be more willing to push themselves harder. Right. Like, when you're, like, you know, timid or, or like, not, mm. like, oh, yeah, this, I don't, I don't like how this is going. It sucks. You're not gonna... The passion is gonna be just done. Energy drained out. Done. Yeah. Right. But like... It's like... Yeah, keep going. You're that's important. You know, yeah. like... That's a whole thing of like artist coaching and 
artist development. Yeah. You know, the the producer's relationship with the artist guides, you know, and the producer's relationship with the mixing engineer. Totally. You know, those yeah. are all real things. Yeah. If the vibe isn't right, it's not going to work. No. If the energy isn't right, not going to work. No. It's so important. So important. It's huge. Like, all the people I've worked with or coached, like, I've done business coaching for not just rappers. I actually started coaching business owners first and have translated it. And the Mm -hmm. business owners that I've worked with, I had a personal relationship with them first. Actually, every single person that's paid me, I mean, not every single person, but, like, I don't know, like 80% up to my career at this point, that's going to change, but like 80% of the people that have paid me have like, we have a personal relationship. Right. You know, and it was Max Lober, barbershop, high definition, four locations. We freaking played basketball in high school together. We're the same, he's right. a year younger, we're the same age, but right. that's, that's how we know each other. We hooped together, right? Jake and JT Peterson, Studio 30, Mill Valley. Right. Uh, Shoreline Highway, like, I went and worked out at their class, like, once or twice, and then I told them I'm doing marketing, bro, let's chop it. We did. We, like, bye, that's my boy, JT, and, like, we talk on the phone. Like, my boy Connor Jean paid me to make a funnel for him. I've known him since sixth grade. So it's like, that's how shit goes, you know? Like, um, that's why it's important to build these relationships, and the reason I'm even bringing it up is because... I want whoever it is right now listening to realize, and like, I'm sure you're listening to this, you probably already know the importance of networking, but I think you already know because you've seen the power of networking. From my first year to my fifth year in my music career, I didn't, mm, no, I did, I did. The power of networking has always been something for me that has worked because even from my year one through five, one through six, one through seven, I was in very much of like my own artist development stage. I was not good. And then my audience building stage. And it was all networking. It wasn't about the strength of the music at first because people had never heard my music. Right. Why did they click play? Because they knew me. It's the same thing with you. Same thing with how, how do I meet Aaron? Like I met Aaron because I know Corey Wallace. Yeah. Um, how did I meet JT? How did I meet Max? Like it's this, that, and the third. And it's like, I really, really want people listening to understand like not only is networking in my opinion, quite possibly the most important thing. I think the music's the most important thing. I think after the music though, it's, it's networking. Then it's like marketing, branding. You have to network because you could get by with not knowing shit about marketing. But you could mark you if you knew the right guy or girl, then right. then you'd be okay. You actually could get by not knowing shit about music production and produce some dope music if you know the right music producer. Yep. I mean, I'm just saying That's there's true. options, yeah. you know, and you got to keep the right company. And the other fact too is, I know I'm kind of going on, but you know, I got to point to it. I, I think the other thing too is, you have to be picky about the people you spend time with, but you also have to try to network with as many people as you can, because. You never know. You know how people say you're one song away? And how I kind of eh, slightly don't believe it, but I kind of do. You know, I have my yeah. opinion on that. You're, In my opinion, you're one person away. Oh, yeah. That's what I think. You're one person away 
from that break because I, I, I I've just, you know, freaking, um, like knowing you, like we're making hits, like these are actual hits. Like we just need the marketing, right? Yeah. You know, I met Thomas, that's my boy, that's my cousin. He introduced me to my manager. It's like, you're just one person away yep. from freaking. You never know. That's the thing. You don't. You don't know who might pay you two hundred or three hundred or a thousand to mix and master, right? In music, especially, it's really small. Yes, it is. The industry that too. is. It may seem big, but it is really small. It's a niche for sure. Yeah. And then you go genre specific, then yeah. you get really, really small. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like. You know, um, yeah, that's real talk. And I mean, yeah, guys, like if there's anything I can, I, I, I get, you know, I get like to give tips and tricks on here. Like so many people use social media and Instagram very much for like, I want to look like I'm cool. You know, I want to look like I'm an expert. I want to look like I know what I'm doing or I'm a popping artist. It's very like, just like selfish, like. It's very, like, a self-centered. Right. You know, like, that's how a lot of people... And you can tell. You'll get someone's Instagram account. I'm very focused on Instagram. But you can tell... You'll get someone's Instagram account. You can kind of tell, like, they're all about themselves. Like, that's what this is about. That's what this Instagram account is about. You and yourself. Right. Which is fine. Some people are into it. Some artists are dope enough to where they can pull that off. But a lot of you up-and-coming artists are not dope enough to pull that off. And, like, you shouldn't be even trying to do that. Like, you should be trying to use Instagram networking Instagram to me is the best Instagram and LinkedIn are the two best networking platforms on the internet because that's where people are active LinkedIn is really underrated I've noticed you know what I, you know what I was just talking to a guy I didn't tell you this I was talking to a homie of mine who lives in Jersey met him on Instagram obviously artist coach mm -hmm. he fucking talked to Beyonce's dad on the phone because oh. of LinkedIn oh. he's like Something something Knowles, the guy's name is, duh, right? And yeah. he's just like, ah, oh, just send him a LinkedIn message. And the dude got back to him. And then he's like, yo, can I get on the phone with you to ask you questions about the industry? He's like, sure. And they got a Zoom call. <laughs> it's like, what? It's Beyonce's dad. And he gave him like some gems. That's crazy. So it's just like, yeah. Is that weird? That's like almost no, like weird. some crazy stories like Give that. me one, give me one. Give me one, then we'll wrap it up. There's that, like... I mean, this is not, like, a... You know... Time where I brag about myself, but, like... No, but ta you're you giving know, an example of why networking is important. Networking... Um, there's a song that I wrote for... We were trying to pitch for... Holidays, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, my label manager at the time... He was like... He, um, are you cool with me sending this to um, a publishing company to see what they think, you know, for pitch? And I asked, like, who who a person was. And he said, Randy Jackson. Mm. I was like, what? Right. Like, what is it? Like, who? Randy Jackson. I had to, like... The guy from American I had to, like, Idol. Yes. That Randy... The judge. Dog. Yo, dog. Randy Jackson. Yo, dog. It's like... How do you know Randy Jackson? Right. I didn't ask that, but of I was course. like, "Oh, cool." And you're yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So he heard a song you made. Yeah. It's like you said, the music industry is small. You never know. I, I went. You know, there's a thing where we did like 
industry mixers at Chica, right? I was, <laughs> we had to get an internship for the program and for the music industry side of it and for the recording. This is how I met Aaron, actually. I printed out a resume, like double-sided resume. Right. And I went to this industry mixer. Resume for a production internship. I had no songs out. Mm -hmm. Resume. I gave this label manager who, you know, I met through a mutual friend who was also in our fraternity. And he linked me up with Ooh. Dominic Finetti. Okay. Linked me up with um, my label manager's wife. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she got me in connection with her husband, who's the label manager. Right, right. And then once I was, I was very persistent, you know, with it. And then he told me to, to send him stuff I've made. This was like when I was still using Logic. I didn't know what I was doing. Like, this is more like, this is just something cool I did, you know? There's like a... a What'd you send him? I sent him, well, a cover I did of Desperado with me singing. Okay. I sent him a cover I did with my friend a long time ago um, that I produced. Um, another cover that I did as well. And then the Desperado cover. What that, year was this? This was... Was this 2016 or 15? No, this was... Longer b before that? This was 2014, like when did you talk to 2015. When you were talking to the manager? 2014, 2015. Oh. Got it. Okay, keep going. And that's how I got... Like, we went on... I went on Birthright. You know, um, the label manager had all, all my information. You know, had a couple songs that I worked on. Asked me to email, email them to him. And then... I was on my way back from Israel. From Birthright. And... Hence the shirt that I'm wearing yeah, that no well, one they can can't see. see it, but yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah, I noticed the shirt. Yeah. Um, I, we were <laughs> we were coming back from we were we had a layover in Germany. Yeah. And I got an email from Aaron Edwards. Yes. Um, and CC'd label manager, and it was you know. He sent out a questionnaire that I, I had to fi that I had to fill out. I filled I filled it out on the plane because on notes or whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. Typed it up, and then I emailed it back when I got to LA back home. And he said, um, "Would you like to come to the studio for an interview on Wednesday?" Where was uh, that? The studio was it here in LA? We passed it. We, I but you were in Chico at the time. No. Oh. I was back here. Because it was summer break. Yeah, but you were in. You were at Chico State. I was, I was at Chico State right. when I dropped my resume off. Right. Then I went on Birthright. Yep. And I was home in LA. Got you. Okay. I understand. And they, um, Aaron invited me to the studio he had. Yeah. Oh, the one we passed Dennis. by on that side yes. street. Yeah, I remember that. 
So you so you go to the studio, fucking filled out the questionnaire, then what? I filled out the questionnaire. We showed I showed him those songs again, yes. like the cover and all that stuff that I worked on. And immediately after that, we hit it off because the vibe was right. You guys, if, if I may, being around both of you, it's really weird how similar you guys are. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, yeah. You are like very much like him. And I was yeah. like, oh, wow, this is why you guys get along because yeah. you're like very, you're like big brother, little brother. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I've noticed it. It's crazy. Or cousins or some shit. Like it's, you don't look alike, but you act like super similar. It's interesting. There's a 10 year difference, but we are on the same wavelength. Yeah, for sure. I def definitely, yeah, and which you can is great. You can see how that is working. And and, and, and what's cool <laughs> about it is you've surrounded yourself with somebody who's not only a great business partner, but you've got a personal relationship. Yeah. That's your guy. That's your boy. Yeah. So it's like you guys got to understand that there's going to be those negative people too, and I'm not trying to be this fucking overly preachy. I don't know. I don't want to do all that. Yeah. Overly preachy person, but like... You really do need to stay away from any kind of negativity at all. And like, what I've noticed is really difficult. The negative people, and I, let's make this the last point. The negative people that I've been around, it's not like they're negative at me. They're not like, I don't believe in you, or are you sure you're going to make it? Or like, do you have a backup? Not, nah, you know what, it's the people who are really negative on themselves and portray it onto you as if they need you... They like want to unload it on right. you and they want you to feel bad for them to make themselves feel good. The, the, but the problem is when you feel bad for somebody that's empathy, you hurt yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I'll, I'll, oh my God, dude, so many examples. I don't want to name any of them. There's they, literally that just pff, yeah. flooded. I, I've had so much of that. That's the negativity I personally have had to deal with. And I feel really bad because they're not bad people, they have good hearts, but I have so much to do, and so do you. We have so much to do that it's like, bro, my my gears gotta, my engine's gotta be running, and I only run on, my gas is positivity. I, I can't run on negativity, yeah. any kind. So that honestly was like really the main point I was I was actually really trying to get at this whole time. We got so, We had talked about such great stuff, I didn't want to, but that was really what I was trying to drive home was like, those are the people you got to stay away from. It's those people who, and you can tell who those people are. One of them is excuses. You know, it depends, but there's excuses and there's reasons. You know, like, you can't have an excuse. Like, we've been having this problem with my computer that you helped me deal with. Yeah. Now, I could sit here and go, well, I don't make radio-ready songs because my computer. That's an excuse. Yeah. I could say... The reason I don't make good songs is because my computer. I need to buy a new computer. So I'm going to buy one. Yeah. Now it's like... Fix you, it. Yeah, you fix it, right? Problem solved. Exactly. But a lot of people, if you hear people use excuses and you can tell that it's something that they're using as an excuse to not, deep down under that is very, very strong insecurity that you have to run away from. Be oh, Go away from those people because that's the people who are going to look at you when you do some shit and they're good stuff, and, and, and they're going to be like, they're going to be like, oh, blah, 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 negative, negative, negative. Right, yeah. And, you know, you just got to be really careful of that. So, yeah, yeah do you have any other, okay, so, 
you know, I think we, you know, wrap it up there. You know, guys, I hope you got some value out of this episode. Um, you know, one thing I do want to say too, just kind of speaking on this topic of like keeping positive people around you. Okay. Here's the deal. When I first got started with my career, bro, I'm in year 10 now. When I first got started years one through five, one through seven, I didn't really have any guidance that of people who knew more than me or people who were a bunch of steps ahead. It took me a long time to finally find someone who's a few steps ahead and it helped me a lot. And so I'm providing that to you now in the form of coaching. So all you gotta do is if you're interested in building that kind of relationship with me where I can help build your career with artist development, with music production, with marketing and branding and building a fan base and just kind of getting like setting your direction straight and taking your career to that next level that you really need, all you gotta do is click below in the Calendly link and book a 15 minute call with me and we can literally talk one-on-one. I will call you on the phone and we will talk on the phone one-on-one. I don't think you're gonna find a lot of other podcasters in the music space giving you that opportunity to talk to them one-on-one on the phone. It's an advantage. So freaking take advantage of it before the opportunity's gone. Because once we blow up, we I might not be able to, unfortunately. And I have the, the capacity to do that. So click below, book a 15-minute call with me. Let's see if we can get our relationship started in the right direction. Of course, share this episode, subscribe to the pod, and we will talk to you. I won't let you, you do me wrong. Peace. Put everything in every song. Every song. Can't, Can't wait for you. You take too long. You take too long. I'll admit when I'm not strong. Yeah.